The hip hop To hear explicit content during this broadcast, please be advised. What is the deal, everybody? This is your boy Money Marv. This is another episode of the Money Marv Report. Tonight we got a dope show for y'all. Got a dope guest, interesting guest. My man John Jiggs, man. You know, the head of the Monopoly family, the rap group, the record label. Long Island native. Um, we definitely got a dope show for y'all tonight. So, um, yeah, we're going to tap in with John Jiggs when he call in in a few minutes. And I just want to tell everybody, you know, <laughs> we almost at that 420 mode. So all the weed smokers, everybody who blowing on their tree and all that and doing their thing, you know, ready, ready to roll that weed up. You know what I mean? Ready to roll that weed up and, you know, start burning a little something, something and getting ready to enjoy that 420. Um, doing something a little different this week here on the Money Marv Report. Um, I just want to say, you know, um, I'm glad I'm feeling better. I wasn't feeling too good this week, you know. Growing up a lot, you know, I don't know everybody in my household thinking I got the coronavirus, all sorts of other good stuff like that, but I'm feeling better, I'm feeling great, um, and for the most part, I'm feeling blessed, I'm blessed to be alive, I'm happy, um, I'm doing, I'm doing alright, I'm doing pretty good, I can't complain, um, yeah, 420, we at that, we almost at that 420 mark, and Everybody gonna get their smoke on. Everybody gonna do what they do. So people, you gotta do it from home because we all quarantining. I know the government wants to open up the states and let the governors have that final decision on that. I know Trump and Cuomo been going back and forth and there's been a lot of back and forth between the New York State Governor Cuomo from the Democratic Party going back and forth with Trump on a bunch of different things about the at first it was the ventilators and it was this and it's that it's always something with politics and all that other type of good stuff but um and i just want to say um once again shout out to dj premier and the rizza for doing a dope battle last week very dope um, I'm disappointed with the Teddy Riley and Babyface battle. I know Teddy was having some technical audio issues on his end, but let me say something to everybody. The internet is going to be running extremely slow because everybody is on the internet 
and everybody is doing this Instagram live and all this other Instagram stuff like that. And the homie John, the the homie John Jiggs, my guest tonight, he had a battle with King Myers as well on Instagram. Another fellow Long Island native rapper. So um, I, I got to catch a little bit of it. Didn't get to catch the whole thing. I think they was in round eight when I finally got a chance to actually jump into to that. But um, you know. He was having some technical issues too. I know everybody's going to be having a lot of technical issues with the internet service because I guess everybody is on it and everybody is doing these Instagram live battles and all these different things like that with with the Instagram and the audio feeds ain't working too well. So who knows? I, I don't know, but all I could just say is that it's definitely, it's definitely dope to see people out there, you know, finding ways to quarantine and keep the music alive. Different people been doing a lot of Instagram live stuff. Some things I've jumped on and checked out. Some things I haven't because it's kind of hard to keep up with who's doing all this live stuff on the, on the gram and all that's all, of, you know, pretty much Instagram. And I don't know about Facebook too much. I'm sure people, you know, are are live on Facebook. They just ain't promoting it as much as it is Instagram. And a lot of people are doing at-home quarantine parties. So that's a good thing that everybody is keeping busy and staying positive and all that other good stuff. But tonight, I got a dope record from my man, John Jiggs. You know what I mean? From the Monopoly family. Got a joint with him called Cold off his Revolver EP. Now, you got to go check out John Jiggs on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. John Jiggs, and I think he spells Jiggs, J-I-G-G, dollar sign. He corrected me on that. Um, his EP, Revolver, is definitely dope. John Jiggs is doing a lot of a lot of dope things in the industry as well. He's, on, he's an up-and-coming guy. You know, he's on the rise. I know he got a lot of things going on, but we're going to get into one of his joints during our commercial break, a joint called joint called cold is fire the beat is hard the production is hard um i don't know i'm just in a in a hip-hop mode tonight um and first and foremost let me apologize to rapper cassidy i was supposed to get with him but i couldn't get with him you know to do to do last week's interview because i was wasn't feeling too good and when i wasn't feeling good i was throwing up and my mouth kept salivating, I kept spitting up, so I didn't want to, you know, be rude to that brother, so Cassidy, if you ever listening, listen, Money Mob needs you on the Money Mob report, Money Mob needs you to hit that hotline and chop it down with me and have some culture talk with me, so my apologies to Cassidy and the Larceny family. And shout out to MJ Hip Hop Connections as well, who put that together. Um, yeah, just check me out. Follow me on, the, go to the YouTube channel, check out the Money Marv Report. Catch me on Facebook at the Money Marv Report. Catch me on Instagram at the Real Money Marvelous. Make sure you put the underscores in there. Um, I don't know, I just got a dope show tonight, got a dope 
conversation because I don't do interviews. You know, the hip hop conversationalist is going to chop it down with John Jiggs, you know, one one third of the Monopoly family. And I, that features John Jiggs, Mouth, Rockwells and Nom Nitty. They all Long Island, Long Island guys, man. They're all doing their thing. They're all making their moves. But this John Jig interview John Jiggs interview is long overdue. Me and the brother, you know, always correspond through the internet and we never really got to, you know, chop it down. So, you know, here on a Tuesday night, Artist Spotlight show here on the Money Marv Report. John Jiggs is my guest and we definitely gonna chop it down with him. We're gonna play one of his joints off his Revolver EP. That shit is crazy, it's bonkers. The bars is up to the bars is, is the bars is out of this world. John Jiggs is definitely a dope guy. Um yeah, but just shout out to everybody that's quarantining and staying healthy and staying positive. You gotta wear a mask when you go outside and gotta wear a mask everywhere you go when you go outside. So just wear a mask, wear your gloves, just wear your protective gear and be safe. Um Shout out to all my people, all the fir- all the people on the front lines, the nurses, the doctors, the EMTs, the paramedic drivers, even law enforcement. And I'm not a big fan of law enforcement, but even even them. Shout out to them as well, because you know what? They out here working they tails off and they got to, you know, keep the world safe and keep themselves safe and keep, you know, the crime down and all this other stuff. I notice people out here trying to sell, you know, masks and all that type of stuff. But we're going to go to a commercial break and get into that new John Jiggs joint cold. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got some problems I ain't worked through. 
And I don't wanna hurt you But run up on me wrong And this curtain's like a curfew Should alert you I earth you Then dirt you You can't just say you the best You gotta do the work too The world made me this way Everything in dismay Propping up the studio gangsters Like a display This may offend them But I'm sinning just to get paid Risk taking just to make a dent Get the rent paid Yeah They say it's lonely at the top That's only cause every motherfucker Phony at the top I'm trying to get me and all of my homies off the block And these haters wishing me bad Why won't he ever stop I'm on a one way runway Lifestyle was unsafe Remember when I couldn't get the money on a Monday Desperation and aggravation becomes rage Best to step away I'ma step away from the front page Alright, alright, alright everybody This is your boy Money Moth I am back from the commercial break Hope y'all enjoyed Tonight's feature song Cold by the homie John Jiggs Of the Monopoly family Um, And first and foremost I'm in the process of Getting myself prepared for the four, For the 420 You know we on 420 mode Right now And we, you know We getting ready to Prepare for that, grip up for that. Um, for the most part, I'm chilling. Just in lounge room studio, just vibing out, just listening to some dope hip hop from John Jiggs of the Monopoly Family Fire track right there. Um, now, from what I know of John Jiggs is I know he featured. He's been on a lot of features. He got a lot of fire joints with. Parrish Smith of EPMD with um, RJ the Realist. I think Dinko D from Leaders of the New School. Um, Benny the Butcher. Him and Benny the Butcher did a record together from the Griselda movement. Like I said, I like the Griselda movement. I like the Griselda camp as well. Um, I don't know. There's some good music out there. There's definitely some good music out there. Um, seeing a lot of battles going on everybody like i said before earlier everybody talking about battles 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 and how many people actually do really want to battle anybody out here i know it's nothing to do so everybody's battling from the quarantine stages timberland and swiss beats i know they popped it off then dj premiere and the rizza now they supposed to do one with Babyface and Teddy Riley and, you know, John Jiggs did his battle with King Myers. I don't know who won it, so I'm going to we're going to get the scoop on that and, and talk with John Jiggs about the battle and all that other good stuff like that and see what he's up to and see what he got going on and, and see, you know, what, what's his next project and what you know all the new stuff that John Jiggs got going on so definitely waiting for the brother to hit that Money Marv Report hotline to chop it down with me so we can talk some culture talk on this Tuesday night artist spotlight show um yeah once again I 
was having a um, pretty dope debate today. You know, not a debate, a, disc- a music discussion about, you know, how independent artists, you know, need to, you know, work together and people need to get back to doing a favor for a favor type thing. I'm all down for favors for a favor. If I do you a favor, I don't care if it's an interview. I don't care what it is. Trust me, I'm coming back for my IOU. I'm definitely coming back for it. I think the problem here is with the independent part of the industry is that a lot of people are striving to be in the same business and striving to be in the same game. And everybody wants to be in that spot and everybody want everybody want that you know fortune and fame and I get it there's a lot of people putting in a lot of work to do that and a lot of people building on that a lot of people trying to you know blow up but a lot of times too you know you got to do a lot of things for free that you don't want to do because you know you're trying to build a fan base and you're trying to you know, get your name out there and things like that. And I tell everybody, it's just find your lane or find your niche and stick with that and work and work that niche. Find something that you like to do. Find find a style of music or singing or fitness or some type of fashion or whatever it is you like to do and find it, find that and, and, and do it and work with it build around that things don't happen overnight and i know a lot of us we don't want to happen overnight and i know a lot of us we got the temptation from our peoples being around us and our peoples is like oh man you still at it you still at it and you ain't you ain't getting here you ain't get there yet and you ain't pop yet and just like me i'm still i'm still building and i'm still learning and i'm still rebranding myself and i'm doing other things as well I ain't just sitting here just doing nothing you know I was at one radio station then I went to another radio then I started my own radio station and then I started just doing podcasting just because I can do this on my own and I don't need nobody to help me do it it's just me putting in my work and putting in my time building my brand rebranding myself and re-strategizing my game and and it's working so far you know there's still some things I gotta work on but I'm still working and I'm still learning just like everybody else and I'm still striving to be great like everybody else and getting in my own lane and doing my own thing and staying to myself if that's what it takes me to do to get somewhere and stay away from all the bullshit and all the chatter chitter chatter and just show people my work hey fuck it that's what i gotta do i'm not gonna sit here and you know cry 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 and complain 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 now get get off you know shit get off the pot that's the way this shit go point blank period ain't nobody out here handing nothing to you you know, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no fans just coming, just gonna just run to, run to you because you say you got a new song or you got a new podcast or you got a new whatever. You know, ain't nobody running to you. You gotta, you gotta earn these people. But we are, we are dealing with fast food artists. Everybody put out a song, and next thing you know, they, they got. 
four other songs coming out. I'm like, damn, I ain't even get to enjoy that one. You know, so I get the time of the industry. We and everybody got a short tension span. Don't nobody want to listen. Don't nobody pay attention. Don't nobody not. Don't nobody want to take time to listen. Don't nobody even take time to read a book. And if people can't even take time out to read a book, what makes you think they're gonna pay attention? to what you writing in your Facebook post. Everybody wants to see a, vid- a, a video visual or something. If it's audio, people don't really want to listen, but you're going to have to listen to me because you're going to hear me on, you're going to hear me on TuneIn Radio, whatever radio, you, you're going to hear me on that shit, point blank, period. And I'm going to keep grinding and keep doing what I do. And I tell everybody, listen, just do what do your best stay consistent stay on top of your job and just keep keep working eventually what you're striving for it will come it just takes time like anything else like anything else things do not happen Rome wasn't built in a day I always say that and believe me you people definitely gonna um People definitely get behind you and jump behind your movement. It just takes time to grow and it takes time to build and it takes time for you to, you know, learn the ins and outs of the business. Because the narrative of the conver- of the conversation we was having, you know, the person said they do write-ups and bios and press kits and all that type of stuff. My thing with that is I don't knock it. I just say, listen, if you're doing all of that, at least do some research on the, on the artist or whoever the media person is and just make sure that you know a little bit about these people. Don't just tell the people to give you some some information. Give me give me some information about yourself and they going to write a story on you. Don't just write some bullshit on me. Tap into my work. See what I'm doing, see what I'm about and see what and see and see what I got cooking. Understand my craft. Understand my art. Just don't tell me you do this. And meanwhile, you don't know nothing about me. You know, and and you have to give your information far as a bio and all that other stuff. I get it. But when you're trying to, then you writing, you writing for a blog and stuff. I just tell everybody, just know. A little bit about people know a little bit about people's work and their artistry and their craft so you have some type of better understanding and idea whoa hold up that must be the homie john jiggs on the line on, the, on that hotline we got john jiggs calling in on the money marv report hotline caller what's your name where you calling from welcome to the money marv report yo what up what up what up this is john jiggs what's popping bro how you Good man, I'm good, I'm good. Good, I'm glad glad to have you on the Money Marv Report. It's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show as well, my brother. Absolutely, man. It's an honor to be here. You know, my brother, my brother. Let's let's did it. Let's jump right into it, man. Let let me and everybody else know a little bit little little bit about yourself, where you come from. I know I know where you come from, but let that let's let everybody know where you come from and at what point did you get into music? Okay, um, well, it's like a- originally I'm from, uh, from Long Island, Long Island, New York. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in a small town called Riverhead. Um, 
You know what I mean? And I, you know, I was pretty much raised there. You know what I mean? <laughs> really since I was a teenager, you know what I'm saying? But I would say like, uh, being like seriously like in the music business and really actively doing this thing probably for like, it'd be like the past seven or eight years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Nah, brother, you you you've been making some moves, man. You've been making some moves, man. I heard about you, but I didn't know you. I'm gonna tell y'all the crazy thing: how I met Jigs. <laughs> we we was we was in a bar, right? And you know, he might have thought I was sipping a little bit that night too. Jigs, I know you probably remember when we was at Shakers, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I know he thought I was he thought I was sipping or something, but I. I actually wasn't though I'm like yeah nigga I know you I didn't really know the brother You know what I mean I just knew of him Through the music I didn't really know him But he was like Alright we talked For a couple minutes He was like Alright alright man Cool cool He just he was like Trying to get away from me <laughs> Maybe I might have Made the brother Feel uncomfortable But it wasn't no, Wasn't no, Wasn't Wasn't my intentions To make you feel Uncomfortable my brother You know that's just How I be sometimes Man when I come across A lot well, of Well you know Go ahead my brother well, You know like uh, You just
you know, from my hood or whatever, onto like the cash money shit and the, the no limit shit and all mm -hmm. of that. Like I just, you know, I always just been a fan of the hip hop. Like I, I like it in all different types of ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's funny when you bring up the times, you know, of the West Coast when the West was dominating at one point in the, you know, early, mid to, you know, late 90s for a moment before, you know, the Illmatic phase and, you know, the reasonable oh, yeah. doubts and all that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was, they was killing it. They were killing it. But you know why? Because it was, um, it was authentic. Mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying? Like they... It was just a different perspective and a different way of production, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, I always, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, before I got a chance to travel, and I've been to LA mad times now, but like before I got a chance to travel over there, it was dope hearing their perspective without actually going there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it familiarized you with, you know, that sound and the vibe of how, you know, California works. I, I get it, yeah, no doubt, yeah. no doubt, the culture. And the first time I went to L.A., I was like, okay, that's why they music sounds like this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because usually the music, the music is like, it's more on the laid back tip, but the, but the, uh, but the delivery be, a lot of times it be more aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's exactly how the hoods in L.A. are. When you go out there, the shit looks like a like a like a suburb. Yeah, like you know where we from? Same shit. Yeah, like where we from? Exactly. Man. Yeah. 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 Nah, that's what I'm saying. When you go through there, it looks like a suburb, but it be some real time, real, real live stuff going on there. You understand what I'm saying? So I get why the music sounds the way it does. You know what I'm saying? And they just play back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. And yo, my God, man. Like I said, I've been watching you from afar, man. You know, and I know we, you know, we we chop it up periodically on the internet man but you're making a lot of moves my brother man and i'm gonna give you your flowers as nori said i'm gonna give you your flowers while 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 you're here while i got you you know what i mean on my show you know what i mean because yo bro my hat go off to you man and you know people had to make me a believer you my brother but you nice my brother you ill on that mic man and you know i really tapped into you man since since last year since you gave me you know your first, one of the first songs that, that I got a hold of was Every Day, Cool Like That, you know what I mean, with the Diggable yeah, Planet yeah, yeah. sample, okay. you know what I mean, you actually yeah. gave me my first drop for the Money Marv Report show, actually, word to mouth, but that's yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I, you know what I'm saying, I always try to show as much love to the DJs as possible, bro, because like, I, you know, I, that's part of my training too, and, and hip-hop is like, my older brother was a DJ, so I got an older brother, that lives in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so, okay, okay. And I came up around him a lot. He's more like a father figure, you know what I'm saying? Because he's a lot older than me. Yeah, so yeah. So he was like, I would spend more time with him than I did with my actual dad. And he taught me a lot, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to hip hop and everything. And like, from a young age, I can remember being um, being around him and him just, you know, he used to spend Friday, Saturday night. Instead of going out, he would just go like, straight, straight up, plug up in his room and just be rocking out all night, mixing, scratching, cutting. You know what I'm saying? When my sister and her friends would be dancing and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I used to, and I used to, you know, from a very early age, he had me listening to, you know, Cool G Rap and Gangstar and uh, Public Enemy and, all, and Big Daddy Kane and all these different people, you know what I'm saying? Because that was his era. And, he, you know, he, I don't know if he was doing it on purpose, but he was molding me, like he was teaching me. He was teaching, and I, you know, I, I was just always very, very intrigued with uh, putting words together and making this, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and people under, still understanding you. 
putting words together to a rhythm is like it's an art, you know what I'm saying? And not everybody, not everybody knows how to do it. So mm-hmm. I just took a liking to that from a very early age. And then when um when Chris Cross came out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then I got to see some kids. Then I got to see some kids that was rapping, and that really inspired me because I was like the same age as them. Yeah, okay. yeah, me too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We was wearing the pants backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so before that, so before that, you know, this is all adults that was rapping from what I see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then when these kids came on the scene, I was like, oh, I can rap too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you... so that's what really put, even though at the time I didn't know they wasn't writing their own raps or nothing. You know what I'm saying? That was JD doing all of that, but still, like the way that they was, they delivery and everything, even if they didn't write it, they delivered it so well. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, you you hundred percent right. You know what I mean, you but it, it it was believable. You feel what I'm saying? So like I um that's when I really started to like actually take like take the initiative and start writing my own raps. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I would just after school I would sit there and write my own raps and then I would study it all night and then get on the bus in the morning and everybody knew they was gonna get a show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And that was my thing. I would get on the bus in the morning. I would be busting. So every like everybody that grew up with me, they'll tell you like, yo, he always been rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like that's always been his thing. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But it just wasn't until I got a lot older and I like pretty much became an adult that I started to understand the business and how it really you really go about getting into the game. You know, I, I you know, when you young, you just think you could just rap and somebody gonna hear you one day, and that's not really the case. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. You 100 percent right. Yeah, you definitely 100 percent right. See, we come from the same cloth in the same era, so I can totally relate to what you're saying. You know, and as as I always say here on this platform, on my platform as well, I used to be a rapper. I then came out with an album or two. You know what I mean? Back in the days, you know, and. And I get that, you know, about the DJing, because that's how I started. I wanted to be a DJ at first, but I couldn't DJ because, my goddamn, I'm too heavy-handed. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to yeah, have, like... Yeah, I got the same issue, too. My brother put me on the turntables a couple times. You know what I'm saying? I know how to... I could, I could, you know what I'm saying? I could keep the party going, but I'm not, like, nicely. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the rapping, but the rhyming, but the rhyming always just came easy to me. I had a mother that was very articulate So now, what was your first project, like your first album, single, EP, baby, but before, you know what I mean, before you got to where you are, let's give somebody something that people would don't know about John Jiggs, you know what I mean, that he came right, out bro. with, like, that you was like, yo, that's my shit right there, the first time you recorded. Oh, okay, so, I mean... Well, the first time I recorded, I was I was like 15 years old. First time I actually went to like a real studio. But I was so for so I would say for about maybe for about 10 years or so I was in a group of four nine four. What is it again? Friends. Say it again. And the, the four nine five boys. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So and we was we was doing our thing. You know, we from we from Riverhead, so we you know our fan base mainly out east. You know what I'm saying? And we was like, you know, we was like local celebrities. Like you know, we used to do put on shows at the local theaters, and you know what I'm saying? 
doing our thing, doing the shows and all of that. Talent shows and stuff like that. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know, he There a second, guys. We, we got to get John Jiggs back on the line. We got disconnected. I don't know what happened, so hold on a second. We're going to get John Jiggs back on the line real quick. We just got disconnected, so hold up a second because he was, you know what I mean? I didn't mean to. Hold on. We're going to call John Jiggs back right now. This is how we do it. Hello? Yeah, my bad, Jiggs. We got disconnected, my brother. My apologies. Yeah, I, I, didn't even, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> and I said, look, and and you know what? I, I just kept it going. Like, let me, I'm, 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 this is how authentic it is. You know what I'm saying? When we have a good conversation, I'm going to call right back. You know what I mean? They, they ain't going to hear the phone ring. I don't care. There's what it is. <laughs> so you had the 495 boys. And you. You know what I mean? We had a lot of fun, but it was like, it was, you know, it was a rap group, but it was like, we was also like, we was like, we was out in the streets a little bit too. You gotcha. Know what I'm so like, a lot of stuff started happening, and we started to get like a name and like a little bit of a reputation. You know what I'm saying? And it was actually starting to get in the way of certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no time. I get it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so what happened was, we, um, so what happened, I just, like I said, I got to a point where I had just, uh, As that part of the East End, I got you. Yeah, that part of Long Island, it was like you know, it, it, we, we was probably our, our, our um our reach is probably like the Hamptons, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was like we probably, you know, what I mean, we, we we needed, we just needed a little bit more. Um, and like I was saying, like a lot of people on the East End of Long Island, they have this mentality; they really don't like to go outside of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're familiar with yeah yeah you know because i know a few people out there in the greens and all that and i know you know tick you know todd nitty si Corey woodley lebo and all yeah yeah well okay 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 you know i know yeah yeah i know they all you know i just know what i'm going through you know through the county jail and all that but I do kind of peep yeah. that though about them, like they all kind of really, you know, stay to themselves and stay in that, you know, their area. I get it, I get it. I got you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, but I've I always been different. I always want to travel because, like I said, you know, having an having older brother and sister in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? I was living in Long, on Long Island during the week, but I was living on Long Island. 
them out during the week, but, on, but then on the weekend, I'm, I'm, I'm spending time with my brother and my sister in, in New York City in the 90s, and this is when hip-hop is at full swing. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. So, so they bring him, so they bring me, they bring me here, they bring me there, you know what I'm saying? They take, you know, they, they're taking me to Harlem and let me see this and that. They're taking me to the Bronx and they're taking me to these different places where hip-hop is alive as well, not so, where it's not so much on Long Island. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, was, so I, was, I had a different type of hunger for it because I saw, I saw how, you know, how, how much it uh, impacted the streets, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, it, just, uh, it just made me want it more. So what I started to do was, I started to move closer and closer to... I started to move further and further out the island. So I started, when I moved out, I had got a spot. I was, I was, when I moved out, when I first moved out of my mom's house, I got a spot on the North Shore, a little bit further up, like Port Jeff. Then okay. after Port Jeff, then after, then after Port Jeff, I moved to CI. You know what I'm saying? And then after CI, I moved to, I moved to um, uh, Bay Shore, Deer Park. You know what I'm saying? And I just kept you know bouncing around, bouncing around. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I kept bouncing around, but it also helped me. But it also helped me make a name for myself too, because you know I'm a um, I'm, I'm 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 sociable. You know what I'm saying? So like I know how to meet people, and I always got a cool vibe with me. So like a lot of people know me, and you know what I mean. And most of the memories are good of me. You understand what I'm saying? So and, and, you know I move around these streets with respect. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 you know, I get the same thing back. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's always helped me just having people skills. You know what I'm saying? No doubt, no doubt. Um, you know, I just started to move further and further up the island. When I recorded, um, when I so when I put together my first solo mixtape, I had still been in the group and wasn't even though I wanted to do it, I wasn't sure like how it was gonna play out. I wasn't sure how my group was gonna take it, and I definitely wasn't sure how people were gonna take me just by myself. I had become very comfortable being in the group because, you know, when you in a group, it was four of us, so all I had to do was just maybe come up with 16 bars and a hook, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But now when it comes time to record the solo project, you know, at that time you're doing three verses, you're doing hooks, you're doing everything. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, I'm like, so I had, so I had, I had, I had took a trip out to LA to visit one of my boys. I recorded my first solo record out there. Mm. There's a record called Clap Your Hands, you know what I'm saying? I brought it back to my homies and they loved it. I was still in the group at the time. We performed it, I performed it. My first time performing by myself. And it was like, it was crazy. The crowd went crazy. So I did that. And I would say it was like, within the next year or so, I got linked up with my little cousin Brandon from Boston. We had gotten, we had got, you know, we had gotten back in touch with each other. You know, he's a lot younger than me, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he was grown now. We had gotten gotten a chance to link up or whatever and we started we, you know we just started talking a lot you know what i'm saying he came to long island i hung out with him and his crew and all of that and then um when he went back he was like Yo, you know i got to connect man like if you want to like do like a uh, you want to do like a, like a solo project i could probably help you like make some moves and get some things done or whatever so i started thinking about it a little bit i started to go out there and visit him and we started booking studio sessions when i would go out there i hopped on a chinese bus and go to boston
that year, I ended up getting um, a Long Island Music Award for uh, uh, Best New Artist and then another one for Best for Mixtape of the Year. And that, was, that first project was called Drugs. Um, right now, I believe it, I'm going like Big Dat Piff. Well, congratulations on that, my brother. Let me let me just stop you really quick. Congratulations to you on that, my brother. That's a, that's a big move right there, man. Power moves. I ain't mean to cut you off, man, but I'm congratulating you, man. That's dope, man. That's dope. Dude. You know what I mean? Especially here in Long Island to get recognized like that. That's yeah, that's, man. Shout out to um, shout out to DC at Central Station. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you know, he's always been, um, you know, a, a, a name out here as far as type of artists get heard and things like that and being a business owner. Um, yeah, I, th- I believe that whole thing was organized by hands and a couple other people like in Nassau County. And just, and I, and you know, it made me feel a way because I'm like, yo, you know, I'm from a small, a small ass river head, man. I'm from a small town river head population, you know, 40,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at, you know, this. I, I, and, and, and to be honest with you, I did not realize how big Long Island was until I started to move around. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how many different towns and sections and different walks of life of people was on Long Island until I really started to move and I started to really do this music thing and start doing shows and meeting rappers from different towns and, you know what I'm saying, and just seeing how different things work. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it was just a blessing and a great experience. You know what I'm saying? Once I dropped that mixtape, it was just on from there. You know what I'm saying? I started putting together my next joint and, you know, just more good things kept happening. You know, so uh, 2012, I put out the first drug project. Then 2014, I came back with drugs too. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That, and that was my first project that went up on like iTunes and all of that. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, um, and then after the next, the, the following year, 2015, I came out with a pro, an EP called Five Wounds to Be One. By that time, I had linked up um, with DJ with, uh, Mickey Knox, and he was my manager, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, DJ Mickey Knox and uh, Deep Concepts Media and then Josh Mendler, you know what I'm saying? I was working with them at the time. They helped me, you know, they gave me the resources I needed to put that, that uh, Five Wounds to Be One project together. So we, you know, we did that. And you know, every time it just seemed like every time I was putting something out, it was just the the, the uh the buzz was was becoming bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's really what drove me. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, the shows started to happen, and you know, then I started to uh, learn how to utilize the internet better, and I started to link up with you know producers overseas and things like that, and it just opened up a whole new world. Definitely, definitely. You know, like I said, man, when you sent me that record some time back, man. You know, and then I heard it on, I heard it on Shea 45 one day, and I was like, okay, okay. I said, all right, all right, all right. I said, yo, I said, all right, the brother doing this thing. You know what I mean? I heard it. I heard it. I was like, oh, I turned it right up. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that, 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 that was, that, that blew me away. I'm like, oh, shit, I was just talking to him, like, two months ago. You know what I mean? And I heard it, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? And... And like I said, people would just tell me about you, you know, and, and you know, once we met, you know what I mean, and, you know what I mean, and I just followed you on, so, you know, linked up with you on social media, my brother, and I got to really say, you know, you want a few, man, that, you know what I mean, that always keep it a hundred, and I'm going to say it, you know what I mean, that when I asked the brother, yo, can I get a drop on a couple songs for my station, he sent that, he ain't wait two days, 
He ain't do none of that. He pulled that trigger right there and there. I don't know if it was from his phone or his iPad, but he pulled that trigger. And you know, and that right there made me have so much. Now it's all good. Um, that's what made me, you know, have have a certain type of respect for you. You know what I'm saying? Because most people at that time, you know what I mean, when I was just, you know putting things together you know re, you know rebranding myself people you know was kind of flaking on the kid and he, you didn't flake and to me just something small like that say a lot about your character my brother is what I, is, is the point i'm trying to make oh yeah no nah, absolutely man I, I do i do not believe in uh wasting people's time bro that's one thing that i just i don't really have i i, I don't like it when people do it to me you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no doubt so, no doubt no doubt no doubt totally respect that yeah 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 because they would rather have me in the house no doubt. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, what I'm saying? I just and, and you know, the, the, oh, that also comes with maturity, man. Like when you young, you don't even respect time. Hell you know no. Like, when we was in the group, the four nine five boys, man, we was late, and we dare you to say something when we short. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. That's how we was. It was like, yo, we'll get there when we, when we get there, and that's it. You know that i'm the same way i'm the same way i'm the same fucking way man and like i said when you sent me that joint cool like that every day i think i played that for a few months on the station too yeah you know it just you know what I mean? and not only that the shit is hot you know what i'm saying like that made me a believer my brother that made me a believer you know you know when you hear things from people you know you don't necessarily you know what i mean you don't know you don't know what's what you just hear somebody else you know saying you know what i mean and you know shout out to digital al and he you know cats when he was at stony brook and he was talking about you and yeah you know i mean he was he was saying yo the young dude he nice and blah blah i'm like oh all right you know what i mean and i was like oh but when i finally tapped into you man i was like yo man you made me a believer man and, and trust me man they called me the black simon cowell of hip-hop bro like, I'll be, <laughs> like, be telling people, like, like it is. yeah, bro, like, that shit, it's all right, my nigga. I'll give you two and a half mics, you know what I'm saying? I'll give you three mics or something like that. But overall, like, I'll be letting niggas know, Jigs, like, I don't really, uh, you know what I mean? It, it, it needs some work. And I don't be trying to, you know, shit on nobody, but I wish somebody would have told me that when I was trying to, you know, do the, you know what I mean? 
being, you know, trying to be a wordsmith, you know what I mean? Striving to be a proficient wordsmith. I wish people would have told me those things, you know what I mean? Yo, listen, you got to tighten that up, baby bro, you know what I mean? You went flat here on this bar, you know, little things like that. And and so people, you know, get a little mad at me because, you know, I just, you know, say shit a certain kind of way. And it's not that I'm trying to offend nobody, but you rather me tell you the truth or you rather me to me to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's it's, it's, it's about presentation. So yeah. that's part. That's that's half the battle right there. You, you know, that's half the battle right there. And I definitely, you know, what I mean, it's definitely important to be honest, especially now. You know, you being honest is considered to be like you hating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, how, that's how it is now. But you can't lose who you are, man. Like, I, don't, I feel the same way. Like, you got to tell people, tell people that's not it. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about music now is a lot of that stuff you be telling people is whack. It be working. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. So, so, so to be honest with you, so to be honest with you, like, you know, you can tell people, like, yo, it's not for me. But that's what I tell people all the time. Like, when I get yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, and I, and I say that to people too, just because I'm not into it doesn't mean that, you know what I mean, twenty other people might not like it might may like it. You know what I'm saying? Isn't you know you know, so I, I get it. Now um now I was as I was tapping into some to more of your music, um the Twin Cannons project. Now Oh yeah. You know, That's yeah. My baby man. Right there. Yeah, that, that that joint is hard, man. Now correct me if I'm wrong on this, one of the songs, Supreme, is that that's is that on that project? Yeah, Supreme. Yes, man, sir. That's that's that shit is fire right there. Now I, and, and you know, and I'm a person I always look at, you know, covers and all that type of stuff. And I see you do like a, um, you got all like the um the '70s themes from the like the Black Expo at Expo yeah. era and all that. You know what I mean with the cover, yeah. some of the you know some of the samples and stuff like that. Where'd you get that idea from? If you don't mind me asking. Well, well, well I linked up with Case Slugger at the time. Case Slugger was doing um. He was, uh, you know, he's from uh, Malmo, Sweden, and we linked up online. I had seen his name. He was doing some production for, like, early Griselda, um, early Griselda, some other Long Island legends, like Hush Kingpin and Smooth, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and a few other people I had seen that he was doing some production for, and I like the style of production, that uh, that minimalist, dusty loop kind of, kind of production. Mm. And... And I and I was I was I was kind of tapped in with producers in in the states, but I just was that's just not what I was getting. I was getting a lot of trap beats. I was getting a, I was getting some boom bap production, but it was like kind of on the boring side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got um, you. And I was just looking for something different. So I reached out to King Slugger. We formed a relationship. We started sending tracks back and forth to each other. You know what I'm saying? And I was really the sound. And we had finished the project in no time. And that album, it really ended up being a, 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 a real slow burner kind of sleeper album for me because I had, when I put it out, there wasn't a lot of buzz, buzz around it. 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I, but, but, but what I did was I continued to like go and hit the road and do promotion. I ended up being able to get with uh with uh with DJ Kid Capri where he where he gave me gave me a great promo on his Periscope. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was like and, it, and at that time I think it was like maybe ten thousand people in there. There was a lot of people in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, watching that. And you know he helped me um, with the promo when I got the uh, link in, link up with uh, Dolby Diamond. You know what I'm saying? Another, you know what I'm saying? Another person, another bigger platform that was, you know what I'm saying? Hey, gracious enough to show me some love. Um, and, and it was a lot of different radio shows and things like that that I was doing. We spent a, we spent a lot of time on the road at that time. I was going back and forth to Philly, back and forth, back and forth to DC, back and forth to, you know, back and forth to Jersey. Just touching as many, anywhere where I could get within two, three hours, I was, we were hitting the road and we was going. Mm, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. Just to try to build up, the, just to try to build up the buzzes. The albums really started to catch, like about six months later. Started to get some real, um, real steam behind it, and then we, uh, we put out another video. <laughs> video. We said, okay, we're gonna feed that. We're gonna go to another video. We put that out, and that helped the game. You know what I'm saying? And um, we did the same thing. Uh, shot, shot another video a couple, like a month later. Put that one out. You know what I'm saying? And it just started to grow again. And um. A lot of the, uh, the, old, the underground hip hop fans overseas, they started to pick up on it, and you know what I'm saying? They started reposting it on uh, social media and just everything. And then um, the vinyl company started calling. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the vinyl so company started calling, and I, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't really know much about negotiating a deal like this, but um, you know what I'm saying? I, I do my homework and I start talking to uh, you know other artists that I know that are you know probably further than me in their career, but have already done these types of deals and things like that and I start soaking up knowledge. I put together a good deal for Twin Cannon. You know what I'm saying? Me and um me and Case Bugger both walked away happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 no and, doubt. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Know you know what I mean? And, and, and we um you know what I'm saying we did that and then and then we uh and then we and then we, we started to get on the phone with promoters and promoters wanted to bring me over there. Mm, so, so we, we sat down and we negotiated, you know what I'm saying? Um, we sat down, we negotiated. Uh, it was like uh, it was like about 10 shows that we had lined up over a three-week period, you know what I'm saying, all over Europe. Gotcha. Um, so we, here we are a whole year later after I dropped this project. Um, I dropped the project June 2017. Uh, April, just two, just two years ago today, April, two, April 2000, 2018, I was, I was I was on a flight I was on a flight on my way to the UK and then from the UK to Austria. Nice. And, and we we hit the, we got to hit the road, which was like the one of the most beautiful experiences ever. Just go, going to these different countries and you know what I'm saying, just uh just soaking in the you know what I'm mean? just soaking in soaking in the love. I mean, we touched Austria, um, I mean, we touched the UK, Austria, Germany, Sweden, um, Denmark. Uh, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, like all these different places. Madrid, you know all that all kind of all shit. Places. I got you. Not yeah, a- and it was, yeah, nah, it, and it was, it was just a, a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? And it really opened my mind up too. And then, you know, me and, K, and then K, my man K Plugger, he had his own studio over there. So while I was over there, we recorded Twin Candles too. Oh, okay, 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 you know okay. Like I, I think, I think I did like seven out of the ten records. There's ten. That's coming out this year too. There's ten records on that. I think I did like seven out of the ten in like two days. Nice. You know 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, you 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 be working, bro. You be working, man. And the Revolver project, I was peeping that too a little bit too, man. From the okay. from the cover yeah. as well, and you know the sound sonically. You know what I mean? I, it's, it sounds East Coast hip hop all day. You know what I mean? I just hear, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? I, I I hear something a little bit different. You know what I mean? And the beats are dope. Well, you know, the production is done very well, man. And you got a few joints. As I played one of the joints off the Revolver Project, Cold. That shit is hard. Okay. You know what I mean? And How to Rhyme. I love that one, too. I love that one, too. That's another joint that's pretty hard, too, man. Now, tell me about that project. You worked with the same producers, the same engineers and people, or, some, or a different collective of people you worked with on that. Okay, so... Um, the- yeah, so the Revolvers project came about um, me and uh, me and uh, my man Comet. I don't know if you know Comet. Me and my man Comet from uh, Screwball. We, we did a song together. From yeah, school- yeah, Comet from Screwball. That's, that's my bro. Me and Comet go back like 15 years. We used to be in the club together, acting crazy, man, back in the day. Way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, cause me and Poet. Me and Poet is cool. I, I just know Comet through the internet, but me and Poet got a relationship. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Me and Comet, me and Comet go way back. So that's my bro. Like, that's one of my good friends. I can say in this music industry. Mm-hmm. And well, me and him have been joined together called My Eyes, and that video is up on uh, up on YouTube too. Um, we did a song together called My Island, and he had uh, I think um, Rob was actually had actually been hired to to mix that song down. So I guess when the mix was finished, he contacted me so that he could send me the song and let me hear it. And how, you know what I'm saying, before it came out. Gotcha. So, we, you know, we, we were talking because of that and then we ended up kind of just having a conversation and he was telling me about that he had, that he was doing production and he was trying to get it out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. big vinyl guy man so you know what I mean I want some vinyl from you <laughs> just give me one <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean I love vinyl I just like to collect it right you know what I mean I got the LL I'm bad vinyl right right sitting in front of me in my studio you know what I mean I just love vinyl man you know what I mean yeah. uh, you know nah vinyl is dope man so so I've been now blessed, man. I've been blessed. I got three projects on vinyl. 
that's dope, man. That's dope, man. That's that's ill, man. That's pretty cool right there, man. I have, you know, vinyl ain't cheap to press up either, man. That shit is not cheap that's to press. <laughs> I know it's an Joint with Benny the Butcher too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard that yeah, too. Man. That you know, and and I was saying it earlier in the show. I was talking about you having a joint with Benny the Butcher as well. I like Benny the Butcher. You know, I like the Griselda movement. Yeah, nah, Benny the Butcher is dope. I had ran into him. Um, I had um, after the Twin Cannon thing, I had you know, I had got um, some offers to do some more project with with some more lab with some more labels overseas where. The, the 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 um the idea was to push vinyl from the beginning because you know with twin candles it was different we didn't we weren't thinking about vinyl when we did that we just put out a project you know yeah but then when we did when we did teflon john with subcon records they they accepted me like yo we're gonna press this up to vinyl we want to give you a vinyl deal so mm. um and by that time i knew a little bit more so i was able to work out work out work out something that was beneficial to everybody you know what i'm saying and um they had you know they really at that time they really had the relationship with benny they had been working with him you know what i'm saying and um so you know we were able to do the joint together but then he came to long island he played in the celebrity basketball game uh sometimes sometimes a couple years ago he played in a celebrity basketball game here at now Nassau Coliseum and I came I pulled up with I pulled up on him when we was talking and he was you know he had remembered me from the record and things like that and he told you know he had told me that he actually he does a lot of features but he actually remembered that one and actually enjoyed the record you know what I'm saying mm, yeah, and I yeah. thought that was dope you know what I mean and, um you know what I mean and we hung out while he was here and all of that and um I actually ended up uh opening up for him a couple times too I got to open up for him at uh Andyville Music Hall and then I actually went out to LA and did and opened up on the on one of his uh his uh his Hollywood this day in North Hollywood at Los Lobos. Okay. But I'm dope too. Okay, okay. So now, you know, we gonna we we gonna we, we talked about Jake. So now we're gonna talk about the Monopoly family in the movement now. Oh, another month. <laughs> he said, Oh another no. monster. <laughs> you know, um, cause I see y'all got a y'all y'all got a lot of different people from different hoods, man. You got Riverhead, CI, Huntington, Hempstead, Roosevelt, somebody from Nassau. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> now you know now let, let, now break that down to me now. Monopoly is a group and a label. Like how how does that work out? You yeah, know. Okay. Okay. So Monopoly. So Monopoly music. Monopoly music is a label. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. Monopoly. Monopoly family is. Monopoly. Monopoly family is me, Rockwell, Mouth, and now Nitty. That's the group. But then there's a whole crew. There's a crew too. You know what I'm saying? We got the good people down with us. We got, you know, we got all different types of people mm-hmm. rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what's beautiful about it. Is that we all come from these different walks of life, but the music is what brings it close together and makes it family. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We all, you know, when we, when we mob out to these shows, when we mob out to these shows, you know, we we pulling up 10, 15 deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I so, can see and, that. And then we're going to turn, turn your spot upside down. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? As far as as far as the performance and getting everything rocking, man. And I just I go shout out to all my people, man. Shout out to everybody down with I'm family. And it's growing, you know what I'm saying? It's growing every day. Just people that just positive and like to work hard, man. That's what I'm looking for. Now, now, so you're the CEO, the chairman of this of this of this corporation. Okay, the CEO. Yeah, see, the okay. CEO. Okay. Now, is that you, or is it you and a couple partners? Or is it just all you by yourself, far so, as being so the head man? So it's me. Yeah. So it's so I'm the so I'm the CEO. My little cousin Brandon. My little cousin Brandon is the COO. You know what I'm saying? We got mm-hmm. Digmar and Digital. familiar with it i don't know the specifics so i'm asking you know what i mean and all that that's dope that's dope now how'd you come up with the monopoly was it from the game uh how did that name come about that moniker for the company i came up with that i, I came up with that um when i recorded nights like this oh okay okay i, thought, I did we, we did that song we did that song in like one or two tapes and i remember when the beat started in the beginning of the song i have to say never the better better than that song. And then right before the beat drops, I say Monopoly. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I get I get the term why you say Monopoly. I get it, I get it, I get it. Right. I get it. And yeah. then, so, so it was that, and then I actually started listening back to older songs. Like, I got a song called Bill Cosby. And I said, the last, I think it's the last four bars, I say, it's like a modern day Monopoly. You stopping on my property, I'm going to have to pop a nigga properly. Mm, mm, that was tough right you know there. I mean? And I, when I went back and I heard that, I was like, "Yo, that's what it is. That's what it's supposed to be. Mm. It's a monopoly, and it just it worked." And so I and I linked up with my guy. Um, shout out to DJ Concept. He designed my logo. You know what I'm saying? I linked up with my guy. Um, and I was like, "Yo, I wanted to be. You know, I gave my idea what I wanted, and that's what he. That you know, he actually sent me a few, and I and I thought that was the best one. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I, um, I just started the runway. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, when we did the paperwork and put everything together and, and we are man we actually been successful man you know what I'm saying like, you know like a little bit of hard work and you can you know what I'm saying you gotta actually make something happen nah. you gotta have good product yeah 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 man I listened to the, the, the record y'all did with the good people and all that that's one that's another joint I like from, from, from that collective as well I'm just calling y'all all a collective you know what I'm saying I, 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 I like that. I like that. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's it's dope, man, having you here on the Money Marv Report and actually, you know, tapping in with you and getting a little bit more familiar with your background. I know, you know, we, you know what I mean, we chop it up in, you know, my Money Marv Report group on Facebook. And I just did that to kind of just bring, you know, different people together, man, that's doing music. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, just you know what I mean, cause you know I do I do I do the podcasting thing, but you know, and I try to you know work with everybody, and and when you said in the King Myers battle, you know what I mean, I'ma say it here, I don't yeah. really give a fuck. 
you know, I was just messing around when I said whoever won the battle, I'm gonna do the interview. But I, you know what I mean? I, it didn't matter whether you won or whoever. I didn't know that I was gonna interview you anyway. I ain't no dude or nothing like that. So, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I was just, I was just messing with the people, man. That actually brought that, you know, that subject up. Now, how did that battle? come about on the Instagram because I didn't catch it all. I only caught the eighth round and I was having, you know, buffering problems on the IG, man. So how did that battle come about with you and King Myers? Well, I mean, well, of course, I won. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't want to say nothing, though, but you said it. Okay. Of course course I won. You know what I'm saying? But there was some technical difficulties with the Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people complaining about the the picture and some people complaining about the sound too. So (laughs) we're going to do a rematch and I'm just going to win again. That's all. Nah, that's what's up. Now he called you out. He called you out and you called him out. I'm trying to remember. I think, um, I'm trying to remember. They kind of set us up. Like, I think they kind of, I think they was probably talking to us at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, I was just like, it don't, you know what I mean? It don't matter. And he was like, it don't matter. And they just put it together. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay, 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 okay. But, he, but, I, but I will say this, though. But I will say this, though. He's one of the few that I would do it with. Because I, because regardless of the music or whatever, I respect his work ethic. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Like, no doubt. Like, I, know you said, I know you said that you haven't heard about him. But, like, there's... You know, he he was he was constantly applying pressure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not letting, not giving up. And I respect that because I know what it takes to do that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know, and it's the not. Sacri- to- sacrifice you know no doubt and it's not to say like you know i don't because i never i never heard i've heard his name you know on that long island top 50 or whatever is a top 10 or something a a few years back a couple years a couple summers ago i don't really remember but i've never heard the music and you know and i you know I, i tell everybody i don't give a fuck about this music industry shit and i don't give a fuck about none of these rappers like you know like, I don't know you, bro. I never heard of your music. I never heard of you. And it's not a diss to nobody. I'm just keeping it real. I ain't never heard your shit, my nigga. You know what I mean? Step your bars up, my nigga. You know what I mean? Because trust me, I'll be trolling the net. And I don't be I don't be hearing these niggas' names. You dig? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not being funny or nothing like that. You know, kind of like a term. You know, I'm, you could probably relate to this term, too. You know, because we come up in the same era. You know, keep banging, my nigga. You heard, never heard of you keep banging, you know. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. That's the type of thing, and it's not. I wasn't discrediting dude. You know, I checked. You know, I checked a little bit of his stuff. You know, his music was alright. It wasn't nothing. You know, I didn't really, you know, tap into it the way I had to tap into you because you know we conversated. You've been placed on hold, please. Hello. Yeah, yeah. You know, like as I was saying, you know, I, I just sometimes, you know, I be just. You know, I don't listen to everybody and I don't really be checking for too many people because, you know, I don't really be, shit don't be hot like that. Niggas be trash, bro. And everybody want to rap like they from fucking Memphis, Tennessee or some shit, my nigga. And you from New York, my nigga. We don't trap, my nigga. We hustle, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, nah, I know. You know, and and I'm not knocking people's music or what your artistic ability is and what people's crafts is, but just for me, I'm just one of niggas like I'm a New York dude, bro. Like 
listen man I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to too much of that you know that southern rap like that because that's just not what I'm into when it was hot it was hot you know what I'm saying but it, it, nigga, it's time. I want to hear something else. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to hear something yeah. else. I don't want to hear 808 all day and tom, tom drums and shit banging all day and space music and shit. I don't even dance, nigga, so I'm definitely not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, nah, my brother, but yeah, you definitely accomplished a lot, man. You definitely accomplished a lot, man, you know, in the time... That you, you know what I mean, in the seven, eight years that you've been doing this, you know what I mean, that from when you started till now, oh my God, I respect it, man. I definitely respect it, man. I definitely respect it, man. That, you know what I mean? And I'm glad I, you know what I mean, got to get you on, get you on, on the Money Marv report and we could chop it down and have a good conversation. And, you know what I mean, we got a little better, a little bit more understanding of each other as men as well. Yeah, absolutely, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause and that's we, you know, I was just, you know, just making a joke out of when we first met and all that. You know what I mean? Cause you know, I just always got to keep it authentic on my show and all that, my brother. But I'm not gonna hold you up. I'm gonna let you get back to your kids and your family. Let everybody know where they can find you, man. What your social medias are and how they can contact you for a feature, a beat or whatever. I mean, let everybody know. All right, yeah, definitely. Um, you can uh, follow me on Instagram at John J O H N underscore J J I G G S under at underscore John. I'm at John underscore Jig. Also on Twitter at Jig the Great. You know what I'm saying? Anybody looking to do any features, anything like that, hit my um Melodic Management 2017 at gmail.com. Again, that's uh, Melodic Management 2017 at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? Look out for that merch. Look out for that Diggonometry that's coming out next month. You know what I'm saying? You heard it here. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely coming out next month. You know what I'm saying? Look out. I, I'm, I'm about to just flood, flood everything right now. Definitely. I'm going to keep Jigs on the line because this is my quote of the day. This is our in the show. This is my quote of the evening and my quote of the night. Folks, please decrease the apathy, increase the consciousness. And for people who, who don't understand what I just said, I mean, stop the negativity and stop pushing negativity and push the positivity. That's what I mean by that. But we up out of here, man, and we will see y'all Thursday night. Peace.